All right, guys, welcome in. This is our first podcast. We're brand new to the podcast world. My name is Carlos. Uh, my name is Matthew. Awesome. And with this is New Era Saints. Um, this is our first podcast. And in this podcast, um, it's going to be kind of like an introduction. An introduction. And the name of this podcast is Why Faith? Uh, you know, quickly, quickly asking this question, you know, a lot of people ask themselves this question, like, why faith? Why should I, you know, choose faith? Why should I be involved in faith? Why should I even like be a part of organized religion um, in the first place, right? I know mm-hmm. I questioned my, I questioned this first when I was starting my faith journey. And, I'm, and I know Matt at some point did as well. So today we're kind of just going to give you an overrun of who we are, why we chose faith, uh, why you should choose faith, and why faith saves uh, so yeah, so I'm going to let Matt take it away, uh, and yeah, he's going to start start us off. Yeah, so uh, just a quick introduction of who I am and uh, kind of how I got into the faith. Uh, so I'm Matthew. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I'm from uh, Upland, California, and uh, I think my religious journey within the Catholic Church um, and Christianity in general kind of started when I was around, I would say... 15 years old. Um, that's because I started something called a confirmation classes. And, uh, I just, I just had the, I had a true blessing of being able to have the people around me to really be touched by God's word. And, uh, they helped me understand what it means to be Catholic and the true honor it is, uh, to be Catholic. And, uh, I was so inspired that, uh, after I got confirmed, um, I wanted to join the recharge team at St. Anthony's in Upland. And, uh, you know, pretty much it's a ministry of helping out the confirmation uh, teenagers that are going through the program and uh, going on retreats with them to help them get spiritually connected to God. And uh, this this really opened up my eyes, um, but it also really tested my faith uh, when I began that journey. And, uh, you know, things were happening to me uh, that just I started questioning God, like, you know, why why are you allowing this God? Like, why is this happening? You know, this this is supposed to happen to someone that's faithful to you. But then I realized, you know, like faith in God isn't supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be challenging, but that's what makes it so beautiful. And um, so, you know, I, I hope with this podcast, we're able to uh, to help put that word out of God to, to the whole world. You know, whoever wants to listen, um, that they truly pay attention to what we're saying. Um, if they have questions, you know, feel free to ask us, you know, and uh, also talk about the issues that Christians are currently being persecuted right now, whether you realize it or not, just bring those issues up and how you can step up and take action and speak up to it. Uh, so I'm going to pass it over to Carlos now. Dang. Uh, yeah, I really like um, how faith has impacted your life. Like Matt, you know, I've also had a quite a great experience with faith myself. Um, if you don't know already, obviously I introduced myself already, but my name is Carlos. Uh, I'm 19 years old and I'm from Claremont, California. Um, Dang, I don't even know where to begin. I feel like if I were to tell you the whole like story of how faith has impacted my life, we'd be here for definitely more than five <laughs> minutes. This would take more than a uh, than an hour. Um, but I guess I'll just give you a quick run through of like where I am right now and where I was. So where I was, uh, yeah, kind of like Matt, I was kind of in a place where um, I was really kind of confused of what what place like where faith would come into my life. I didn't really know how to practice my faith or how to really intentionally live out Catholicism. I was kind of just following my parents to church on Sundays, you know. Um, for me, at first, it was more of a cultural thing than a, than a personal choice. Um, but like Matt, I had a radical encounter with Jesus um, with the community that I was uh, encountered with 
um, at the ver various different places that I was able to attend to. Right now, uh, my home parish is Our Lady of the Assumption in Claremont. If you're listening to this and you're from Our Lady of the Assumption in Claremont, that's what's up. Um, <laughs> uh, right now, I went through confirmation process there. And really, that, that parish, it's safe to say, really fostered my faith in a, in a pretty radical way. Um, and it really was a big, big part of why I am who I am today and, and why I'm becoming who I am becoming. You know, Jesus has a funny way of placing things in one's life uh, to make someone go in a specific direction. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe everything that has happened up to this point uh, has led to where I am right now. And like, that's the point of why me and Matt this started this podcast, you know. Um, and it honestly happened all so naturally and so like spirit led that we just knew uh, it was what God wanted for us. Yeah. And it, honestly, we just took that leap of faith and, and we just never looked back. So that's, faith has really, honestly, lately and back in my life has played a huge role in not only like getting me through the hardships, but also like pushing me towards past my own expectations, past my own like uh, mentalities because faith, when when I applied faith into my own life, I was like, no, I could do it and I could do it with God by my side. Um, and that's really the beauty of faith in my perspective and where my life has been. Yeah. Um, but, so I guess I would I would ask in, in a sense, and or not even I would ask, but many would ask like, okay, faith has a big part of your life and, and, and it makes sense that, you know, you're obviously, you had an experience with God, but I haven't had that. So many people will be asking like, why faith for me? Why should I, yeah. you know, listen to what you're saying? And why should I um, kind of like go off of what you're saying? And why should I choose faith and religion for that matter? Mm -hmm. um, and I know Matt has definitely asked himself this question and has been around uh, an environment where that question is asked a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he definitely can give some more insight on that, bro. Yeah. Um, so when he, when he means by environment, uh, I'm in the Navy. Um, you know, you get such a diverse group of people and you're in the military. Uh, you get atheists, you get different religions, you get people who are just questioning, like, if they should really trust into believing in God or not. And then you just get those religious Christians that just happen to, you know, thank God be around you. Um, so you definitely experience and hear things and see things that just, you know, it messes with my mind, actually. And it's just like, you know, like, what, like what's going on here? You know, like, uh, how do I stay faithful to my to my to my church and to my God when um, when I'm seeing these things around me happen? You know, but then uh, but then I start to uh, I start to always remind myself, you know, like uh, you're always going to have that obstacle in front of you. You know, there's always going to be those people that come into your life. They're going to try to ruin it and everything. But that's you know, that's just part of being a Christian. You know, that's why uh, that's why I think we're the most amazing people on this planet is because we're always faced with diversity and challenges, you know. And, and that just makes us amazing people because when we have true faith and trust in God, you know, uh, you're able to get over that. Um, so it's definitely been a challenge, I'll, I'll tell you that. And there's been times where I've just go through this, um, you know, this spiritual dryness. And it's pretty cruddy, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it sucks, you know, I'll, I'll stop praying for like, probably like a solid two months straight. I'll just nothing, you know, uh, uh, I mean, like if there's, uh, if there's a priest listening to this, I promise I went to confession, but you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll wake up Sunday morning and be like, I just, I just don't want to go to church, you know, like I just don't have the motivation. And, uh, but you know, but then sometimes I just get this sudden outburst of like, yeah, like I can't wait to go to church. You know, Sunday's tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, 
you know, I can't wait to pray the rosary today, stuff like that. And, uh, it's, it's very, it's a very bipolar atmosphere around me right now. And it's, it's pretty crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty crazy, but, um, that's my take on it. But once again, you know, Carlos, this is why I love doing this with Carlos because he's a civilian and I get to understand what it's like to be, uh, you know, a faithful Catholic as a civilian. So, uh, if you don't mind giving your little, uh, output of yeah. what it's like. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, sir. Um, sorry, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, it's kind of I. Okay, I honestly, guys, like, I just want to be straight up. It's really dope to have a friend in the military and to be able to, like, you know, live out faith uh, virtually with Matt. It's just been really inspiring um, and really fruitful to be able to, you know, grow in faith with my brother um, in Christ. <laughs> just honestly, yeah. it's been really sick. You know, like yeah, just man. to say, like, we're starting something, and he, the man's in Cuba, and yeah. I'm just here in, in SoCal. I know. And it's just, it's just crazy. God has a funny way of just making things happen. But anyways, yeah, I'm a civilian. Um, but in a sense, you know, I'm kind of faced with that same spiritual dryness um, in the environment that I am. Obviously, I'm a college student. Uh, I go to Citrus College. Uh, it's a community college. Um, and not really much happens there, to be honest. Uh, but, but there still is a sense of independence when you enter into that college life, um, where it's, you don't have a confirmation class to go to, you don't have a youth group to go to. Mm -hmm. And if you're not at a big time university, you probably don't have a Catholic community with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so towards the beginning of my college, uh, year, I was actually faced with that same spiritual dryness, uh, that Matt was talking about. Uh, I really didn't know how to continue to grow in my faith without like some sort of community and without some sort of like formation. Um, and that was a really big challenge. I had a lot of things uh, to learn about myself and I had a lot of things to pray about. And there was really big intensity there. Um, and I think in general, just for, for anyone who's like in college, like it could be a pretty big deal. Um, when it comes to living out your faith as a college student, like there's like so many, not only temptations, but setbacks, both mentally and physically, that really can just like, I guess, separate us from our faith and separate us from that intimacy with Jesus. Um, and I definitely, I definitely experienced that. Um, and very quickly, I was, I was very grateful though. I was able to this year uh, find a community uh, with my brothers and sisters at University of California, Irvine through Focus. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just insane. And it was just insane. And God has a funny way of providing, but I truly believe that, that they were put in my life uh, to really like get me out of that spiritual dryness and help me like to continue to persevere in my faith. Um, and I feel like in a sense, for those who don't have that, it's, it's harder. And I know, and I understand, because I was there. Um, but there's always like, like Matt was saying, there's always like that sense of sudden emotions where we just have to hold on to those emotions in times of consolations yeah uh, in times of consolation so when the times of desperation come you look back you look back at those emotions you just say all right i know i was faithful in those emotions and i know how i felt then i was on fire for my faith so now right now when i'm feeling a little bit of dryness and i'm feeling a little bit of desperation of what to do and i'm losing my faith and i just feel like i'm going nowhere i know that i do feel something and i know that i mm -hmm. do have faith and i can always like hold on to that um, and that has honestly like been what I've been do that's been what I've like I've been doing throughout like college and like throughout these past months and in, in, uh, in this past year because like holding on to those like emotions and holding on to like those experiences that I've had um, with Jesus and with like commu communities and different people really makes you persevere in the moments where you're just like oh, I don't feel like doing it right now yeah like, I don't feel like praying I don't feel like going to church um, it's in those moments where you got to look back and be like no, like 
in that moment, I was so happy and full of joy and I was filled with the Holy Spirit and God really like worked in me. So I'm not going to just give up with this little setback. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a, that's a big deal. It's it, like, it's, it's easier uh, said than done. And I had not been there. So uh, part of like c- civilians and like over here with the college students, I think that's like the biggest uh, challenge that we're faced with the spiritual dryness and really perseverance and faith. Yeah. Um, which really honestly is a, a, a big reason in my opinion, why people ask themselves like, oh, sh- why, why should I even like choose faith? Why should I even have faith? You know, if I, if I don't feel it all the time, like why should I even like, you know, persevere in it? Like, would you say, Matt, that like that, even the, the doubts and the questioning um, overweigh the good moments and some to some extent? Uh, you, absolutely. Um, the doubts, the questioning, those emotions. Well, first of all, let's let's get this. Let's get this clear. Those emotions are coming from coming from Satan himself. Like That's his goal. That is Satan's goal is to. It's to bring you down, to take you further away from God. You know, God is never going to go away from you. He's always going to remain in one spot for you. It's just up to you if you want to go towards him or not, you know. Uh, but Satan's goal and purpose uh, is just to take your soul away from God. It's to take you just physically and, you know, spiritually away from him and to to make you feel alone, you know. Um, so, yes, I, I definitely feel like those emotions are much stronger than, you know, the good, than the good um than the good ones you feel. And, uh, but that's just it though. You know, like when you do feel those good ones, like take, you know, take advantage of it, hold on to it, remember it, write it down exactly what you felt. Um, record yourself talking to what you felt because, you know, when times get rough again, you have something to fall back onto like, Hey, what did I feel last time? Or like, what was I feeling or praying about that made me get back up on my feet? You know? Uh, so yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, most doubt. No, definitely. Um, I definitely agree. I think uh, I heard Father Mark say this one time when I was listening uh, to one of his talks. He said, in times of desolation, look back at the times of consolation and really remember uh, those glory moments when you're faced with those not so glory moments, (laughs) you know. Um, But really thinking about like how it can be applied to the to you guys who are listening. um, I was like really like trying to reflect and really think about like, how can I answer this? Like, how can I convince someone or like at least spark that curiosity of why they should be interested in faith and why they should mm-hmm. persevere in it? Um, and I came across Second Corinthians chapter four, verses 16 through 18. And I'm gonna be real, like I was like, like it, it kind of like for me, it kind of clicked after I read it. So I'm gonna read it real quick and kind of explain why, why that really like stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. So it says, therefore, we are not discouraged. On the contrary, while our outer being wastes away, the inner self is renewed from day to day. The slight affliction that quickly passes away prepares us for an eternal wealth of glory, so great and beyond all comparison. So we no longer pay attention to the things that are seen, but to those that are unseen. Mm -hmm. The things that we see last for a moment, but the things which which cannot be seen is eternal. Yeah. Dang. Man. And like, think about something you can't see. You can't really see your faith and you can't really see what God's doing in your life until it's done. Right. And so I think about like all the times that I was like faced with uncertainty and kind of questioning like, like, God, what are you doing? And like, is this even worth it? Like, should I even continue? Like, what am I going to decide? And I think like, that's a question a lot of people ask themselves, you know, especially like when they're, when it comes to choosing, choosing Jesus, when it comes to choosing faith and choosing to 
to live out their faith intentionally, mm-hmm. it, it can come with a lot of doubt and a lot of like not understanding how it's going to end in the future. Yeah. But if I could say one thing, brothers and sisters, clearly talking to you guys, that's just the reality that we're faced with us in our human nature and our own human reasoning. We can't know the future. We can't know what God's doing. Mm-hmm. But like we were talking about before, like in those times where we don't know, those are the times where Jesus calls us to trust more and more. And he calls us to have faith instead of fear. You see, that fear is really what can bring us down in our mentality and in our faith. But when we choose that faith and really not knowing what can be the outcome, just simply say, man, Jesus, I trust in you. Yeah. And that's all I can do. Like, Jesus, I trust in you. And I know clearly that you are going to guide me in the way that you want me to go. And I don't know what that way is. And I don't know where that's going to be. And I don't know how or when it's going to happen. Yeah. But I, but I know it's going to happen. And I'm going to hold on to that, that comfort and that realization in those times where I'm really questioning my faith. And to anyone who's out there, like, really, like, curious about their faith and really, like, just thinking, like, oh, so what is, like, this faith thing? I would say to you, take that leap of faith. Take a leap of faith. In a sense, like, take that step of action and find out how much beauty there is in it. I promise you will not regret it. Yeah. I promise your life will never be the same. And faith is not going to be more. It's not going to be a question anymore. It's going to be part of your lifestyle. It's going to be something yeah. you hold on to, in every single moment—the good moments, the bad moments, the happy moments, the, the any moments in your life where there's an emotion. Faith is going to be right next to you, just how God's going to be right next to you every single step of the way. Yeah. And, and I know I was talking to Matt to this uh, when we were reflecting on like what to talk about the podcast, and he brought up something really interesting as well. So I'm yeah. going to let him talk about that because you know that's the man who can explain it the best. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, by the way, if you hear like noise in the background, guys, um, I have a roommate, so it's like a small room, so like the, the microphone's gonna pick up noise really easily. Um, yeah, Matt's in the barracks. Yeah, I'm in, in the, the barracks. barracks. Call it the projects, pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so before before I continue on that, uh, let's. This is uh this just to get this settled. Like this this podcast specifically is is set towards um like you see there's a microwave right there <laughs> um this podcast specifically oh yeah absolutely uh, this podcast is specifically set for young adults and teenagers um not just you know for like catholics but like for for christian young adults and teenagers also you know um and uh so so try to you know like spread this out more to your friends in that um to you know make them understand like there's people out there that can help answer their questions or maybe we can they can like hear some of our stories and be like hey like i relate to that totally completely um but uh yeah so going on to <clears throat> like on to how i see faith as um so i'm gonna read a uh, genesis uh 15 uh let's see verses uh four through uh good question through 13 um so it says uh this is before I begin reading this. Uh, Abraham's starting to doubt uh, God's covenant. You know, uh, he's starting to to be like, well, you know, you're not giving me children. You're not doing this for me. Like, why am I? Why should I continue following you? You know, and then uh, God says to him, uh, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him: This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. Um, and then going all the way down 
to uh, verse 12. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abraham, and behold, a dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Know for certain that your offspring will be in a land that is not theirs, and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for 400 years. Um, so, you know, so, you know, initially reading that, most of you, especially me, I just thought like, well, you know, Abraham's just getting screwed over, man. Like, you know, there's what's what's the purpose of doing it then if that's just going to happen to his people? Um, but then, you know, last night we had a Bible study and uh, 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 Moses was leading it, uh, the Bible study. Ironic name, I know. Um, and uh, and uh, he's like and I had brought what up what I just said, like, oh, so he's just getting screwed over. You know, he's doubting. And he goes like, like, you know, like, yeah, I can see why you say that. But he's like, but Matthew, like pay attention closely, listen to what he's saying. He's like, God told Abraham, like, I want you to understand, like, I'm going to give you, your people will come from you, and it will be as countless as the stars. And I want you to go outside right now and count the stars. But when God was telling Abraham this, it was it was daytime, you know. Um, you can't see the stars during the day. Uh, but that's that's just it, though, you know. That's, that's what faith is. You can't necessarily physically see god but you know he's there so it's the same thing you can't see the stars during the day but you know when night comes they're there and they're always going to be there same thing with god you can't may you may not be able to see him but you know he's there and he's always going to be there um and you know it may be such a small you know analogy and such a small reference what i just made right now but it's you know it's really it's really powerful actually and uh and I've never bothered to understand that's how that's how faith kind of works, you know. Faith is is a blind objective. You're not you're not you're not gonna be able to see it sometimes. But when you look around you and the people around you, um, I mean, look at Carlos for example. You know, I gained a whole new brother just because of faith. You know, because of God. God said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a new brother." So here you go. Um, and that's that's to me that's physically seeing God. Like you know, that's. I don't know what else to tell you guys. You know, like that's 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 something right there. You know, it's a blessing. Um, so to me, that's that's how faith works, and that's how I view faith as. And that's why, like, when people start doubting, like, oh, like, is God really there? Like, yes, He's always there. Like, you, I know you can't see Him, but trust me, just know that He's gonna be there. Same thing with the stars. Like, yes, I know the sun's out right now. You can't see the night sky, but when the sun sets and the stars come out, you know, the stars will be there. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I view faith as. Dang, yeah, man. I think okay. Just to reiterate, yeah, I totally agree with Matt with what he said. I mean, I be, God really has a funny way of working, um, and it's a really big testament to faith. Kind of like a, a most more recent testimony. Uh, Matt came into my life. I mean, we met in high school back in the day, and yeah. he came into my life, especially right now. It's talking about faith. He came into my life at the moment where I needed a, where I just needed a brother. Yeah. I needed another brother to be able to walk with, and I needed another brother to be able to live out my faith. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's just it's just funny how like in that moment, in those moments where I was like, God, like I need a brother right now. I need a companion. I need someone who's gonna be there with me, and I need someone who I can who I can who I can trust and, and willingly like you know. Uh, in a sense, like give myself up to and be able to be open. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened with Matt. And it's just like, to me, like if like I had that faith and it, just, it was a big testament to me, especially like with this whole thing now, like look, 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 look where we're getting started here. It's just like, to me, like that was just like a big deal for me. And, um, and I continue and I could totally agree and see how like, you know, faith is like, like, I like what you said, like it's, it's unseeable. 
and we can't unsee- yeah. we can't see it but exactly. we can feel it and we can feel that faith when you are filled oh, yeah. with faith and when you're filled with that holy spirit let me tell you like there is no greater feeling of peace and fulfillment and uh, joy mm-hmm. that can that can and nothing can ever like take that take its place no no amount of money no amount of like fame no amount of like anything nothing can take that place it's safe to say that life without faith has no meaning life without faith has really like no value so mm-hmm. you could have like as much as like as many like i guess like obje- objects and there's many like you know a, a lot of riches and, and stuff like that but if you don't have faith then what's the point of it you know yeah exactly uh yeah i 100 agree with that um so so that was a pretty long conversation on faith alone right there but um but uh let's i kind of want to like get into the to what this podcast is going to consist of in that um mm. you know uh if you've been watching the news lately uh there's a lot happening not not necessarily just in our country but in the world right now um and uh especially especially with the catholic church you know like uh there's churches being burned down as we speak in america there's statues of our holy mother virgin mary being you know decapitated and burned and graffitied on and vandalized it's, it's just terrible um so do i do i actually think that catholics are being persecuted in some kind of way right now yes and it's it's heartbreaking that it's happening um but that's that's when we should be waking up though, you know, especially people that are young adults and teens, you know, like your voice is way more powerful than you can even imagine, especially when you do voices and groups and that, you know, it's, um, so don't be afraid to say something about it, you know? Um, yeah, I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of people that you're, I guess to say quote unquote friends with, um, that are going to agree with you. Like, well, that's ridiculous. You know, how can you support the Catholic church or blah, blah, blah. Like, so then, like, when someone tells you that, just be like, well, how can you not support God then? That's a simple answer you can give back to them. Because at the end of the day, that's the answer they're going to hear from us is, how can you not support God then if you don't support the Catholic Church, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, you're going to probably lose friends by having, by speaking your honest heart. Um, you know, you're probably going to get into, you know, debates and all that, which is fine. You know, don't be afraid to. Um, that's what we're called to do as Christians, you know? Um and, uh, you know, also, you know, being a young adult and a teenager in today's world is probably one of the hardest things ever, especially if you're trying to be as Christian as you can. Amen to that. Amen you know, that. <laughs> uh, there are so many distractions and so many opportunities for, like, sin to come in mm-hmm. uh, that it's just, it's scary. I'm not going to lie. It's actually scary uh, thinking yeah. about it. Uh, but that's, that's, that's just it, though. Like, w- understand that there's people out there like me and carlos that are here to help you you know like we're your age we understand we, we know what you're thinking we know what you're feeling at times you know so don't be afraid to reach out to us um please listen to what we have to say and take it into consideration i'm not saying you have to agree with it but at least take it into consideration you know um so yeah i just wanted to give that out real quick yeah dang i definitely i definitely agree um I don't know about you guys who are listening into this right now, but uh, Matt, is it safe to say that 2020 started off like pretty darn good? Like it was like really sick. And then it feels like it just went like it started like, like, you know, when you're like at the top of a roller coaster and you're like so stoked, you're about to go on the ride of your life. (laughs) 
and then you go down and then you throw up and then there's this hard turn and then you kind of black out and then that's like kind of like what 2020 has been so far yeah. um and in a sense like absolutely it's unexpected with everything that's going on you know all the movements all the all like the disagreements the the hate in our world that like mm-hmm. my heart is truly broken to see like how much damage has been done in just such little time yeah and not only like are we called to like speak out about like our faith and really protect our faith especially in these times where people are saying like cancel christianity and cancel this and and like drop that because like if you you know like they they have a they have like a, a totally different depiction of of what like Christianity stands for. Mm-hmm. And that's because of the damage that some of our brothers and sisters have done. Not saying that, that they're wrong. Like I, I, like we still love them, but at the same time, oh, yeah. like it sucks when some people kind of like, you know, compare the many to the few. Mm-hmm. And that's just really what hurts us. Like as a, as a big community. And I truly believe like, you know, faith can't be lived out by yourself. You got to live it out with the community. So the community kind of in a yeah. sense has to be on the same page so it's okay to speak out. It's okay to even call up, mm-hmm. call out members in your own community and say like, "Hey, man, you know, you like, you got, you like, let's work on this." And like, you know, I'm just like telling you this. This is how I feel. And like, you know, speak out about everything. Don't be afraid. Our voices are honestly like the most powerful thing we have, because like, you know, speak out about all the all the movements that are going on. Like the Black Lives Matter. Like that's like like what when that came about, that was intense, and it, it was oh, yeah. just so amazing to see so many people just speak out and 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 really like like speak truth like yes like like everything that was going on was like so damaging to the to the black to the black community and it was just like it was not fair and like everyone like spoke out about it and that was such a beautiful thing to say but now like the same thing calling out all the faithful Mm -hmm. speak out about your your faith and really defend it don't be afraid of what others are going to think because at the end of the day the only thing that matters is what god thinks about you Mm -hmm. is what it's what's between you and god if god knows that you defended him in front of people who like, you know, discouraged you, who made fun of you, who really did it, who didn't think, uh, you know, your faith is anything important. That's more valuable than anything. That's more valuable than, than just like nothing. That's the not saying anything at all. Yeah, absolutely. And so I would say like what Matt was saying, like, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to speak yeah. your mind. Do not be afraid to invite, invite God into your thoughts and what to say. Yes, and, and, at the, and at, at the end of the day, you know, right now, as a youth of a church and just as young adults in general, our voices matter. We're the future generation of saints, brothers and oh, sisters. Yeah. We are not going to be like quiet. We're not going to be quiet. They're not going to mm-hmm. shut us up. We are here and we are here. Honestly, we're going to change the world. And that's just that's like that might sound crazy, but that's that's just it. That's what faith is. And that's yep. what that's what I believe. And I know that each and every single one of you listening to this podcast right now, not doesn't have like not not potential, but it's like it's their sole mission. Yep. God wants us all to speak out and really just like defend Him, defend our other brothers and sisters who are hurting, defend anyone in this world who is hurting, mm-hmm. and, and and really just trust in Him when we do that. Trust yes. that He will see the bigger picture. Yes, absolutely. And you know, like like Carlos was just saying right now. Um, you know, we're going to be the ones to change the world. And, you know, you, some of you might be thinking right now while you're listening to this, like, oh, like, come on, don't be cheesy like that. <laughs> well, okay, like, sure, tell me that. But then tell me how 11 men 
that were friends with Jesus were able to change history and the world as we know it, even to this day. Yes. And that's just 11 men. So, like, imagine all the youth of Catholicism and Christianity in general, Protestants, Baptists, you know, if you're Christian, then, you know, amazing. Like, imagine if you speak up, all of you speak up at once and you don't stop speaking up and you don't back down. Imagine what real change you can do, you know. And I think that's what needs to happen, you know, but I definitely think that people are, especially with today's world with social media, man, this is the, this is the one problem with social media. Like people actually, you know, you hear people say like, oh, I don't care what people think about me. But then when you look at their posts on social media, it's like you can tell they took their time to take that picture. They added a filter to it. You know, they did this and that. Um, like if you don't really care, then then why, why put in all that work for that one post? You know, mm-hmm. like that does. So. So when people say like, oh, I don't really care what people think about me, like no offense, but I'm calling BS on that. I, I, I actually think that you do care what people say, have to say about you. Um, Cause I know at times, sometimes I fall into that trap where I care about people, but I, I like to think that I'm doing much better on it of like, you know what? I'm going to speak my mind. If you don't like it then you don't like it, not my problem, you know? Um, then just don't talk to me then if you don't like it, you know, <laughs> like that simple. Um, and, uh, but the thing is like, also, if you disagree with me, then like, okay, I still love you at the end of the day. I'm still willing to be your brother and sister in Christ, you know, like no problem. I got no problem love with that. Love thy neighbor. Exactly. Love thy neighbor. love thy neighbor. Exactly. And, you know, you know, it's just like, don't, don't be afraid to speak up. If 11 people were able to change the course of history and the world as we know it, even to this day, imagine what all us young adult Christians and teenage Christians can do if we were to speak up right now and start taking physical and verbal action to what's happening, you know? Um, yeah. Because, you know, this, this situation should not be taken lightly. You know, you you don't let someone burn down a church, you know, and just be like, oh, well, they're probably just angry because of what's happening right now. Like, no, but, you know, screw that. I don't care. Like, that's that's the house of God. Like, you do not destroy the house of God. Like, if you do that, then you're messing with you're messing with me and all my Christian brothers and sisters at the same time. You know, uh, so like it's kind of this is pretty much a call for a modern crusade. I mean, I know we're not going to be putting on some armor and pulling out swords, riding on horses, you know, but but this is a call for a modern crusade. And uh, I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this feels inspired to, you know, just maybe, yeah, I'm going to, and, you know, it's going to take small steps. I'm telling you guys, it's going to take small steps, but eventually those steps are going to turn into full on, you know, sprints and leaps. And, but, you know, maybe this will inspire to be like, you know what, maybe I should pray before I go to sleep tonight. Let me try doing that. I haven't done that in years, you know, or maybe I should read 10 minutes of the New Testament or the Old Testament, you know, um, or maybe I should listen to a, a lecture or watch a video or listen to worship music again, you know, stuff like that. That's how we start building up again is by getting back into the faith slowly. Or if you're ready to go all in, then sure, go on, but be careful how you go in. Don't overwhelm yourself. Take it step by step, you know. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think the biggest thing too is to approach it with love. Approach faith with love. Mm-hmm. I cannot uh, say this enough. You, uh, there has been many people who who, who have a kind of like 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 our Christian brothers and sisters who are da- who have damaged the overall picture, mm-hmm. um, the bigger picture of the of the faithful. You have to approach faith and and really outreach with love with what you say and stuff. You approach it with 
with the most sincerity, but the most respect at the same time. At the end of the day, we're not here uh, to disrespect anyone. We are just here to protect our faith and, and to really speak our mind uh, and do what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it does break my heart, you know, like the people like burning down churches and all this stuff. In a sense, it's like, okay, brother, I feel it, brother or sister, like I feel your pain with what's yeah. going on. I feel your pain. I know it and I understand what did God ever do to you? Yeah, what did exactly. that church ever do to you? Like, what did yeah, Mama exactly. Mary ever do to you? Like, did yeah, you exactly. pray? Have you ever even asked for their intercession? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. And at the end of the day, like, it does matter. It does yes. matter. Like, everything that's going on. But at the same time, we can't let that, you know, blind our vision that that's okay. Mm-hmm. That that's not okay. Like, everything should be approached with love. Love and faith. Love and faith really are the big, 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 um, big picture here. Mm-hmm. When we approach things with love and faith, then there really is no room for uh, errors or despair. Because at yeah. the end of the day, if we're, if we're loving each other, we're loving each other radically and loving each other intentionally with faith, then we're going to be tighter than ever. Our faith, our faith community, our, all the faithful are going to be tighter than ever. A community that's united by love, united by faith, united by Christ, and just how those same eleven people evangelized to the whole world, and now we call each other. Now, like there's a big, huge community of Catholics, Christian, Baptists, and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other people. Now, with the size of the church, imagine what we can do. We can triple, double that. Like. It's insane. Like the, the the accomplishments are endless. Like what we like, like I was just saying. Like it's just like the sky's the limit. Honestly, here looking at it, and yeah. there's really no there's no setbacks for us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's when we have to pick up faith, pick up love, pick up our cross, and follow Christ. Yes, Amen. You're right about that, man. Like, um, don't. I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, listen, overall thing about that is just don't be afraid to to get back in touch with God and don't be afraid to speak about God to other people, Amen. you know. Amen. Um, I understand. Uh, I know people might judge you. I, I, I promise you this, actually. I promise you that people are going to judge you. People are going to see you differently. People might start liking you. People are going to start disliking you. Um, you're going to gain friends that you never knew you would ever be friends with. You're going to lose friends and be like, well, you know, I see that you don't, truly understand what God is, which is okay. Nothing wrong with that. And I'll pray for you to one day come back into the faith. You know, I'll pray for you, but I'm not going to yeah. stick around and put myself in an environment where I'm constantly being shown stuff against God, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to ask us questions. You know, we're here for you. Um, Amen. We're all on this journey together. Like, exactly. Really. Exactly. Like there's, like, there's like no one knows more than anyone. Well, maybe the Pope might know a lot yeah, more. Than Pope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like every, like I, everyone can learn something from, like, every, like anyone they encounter. So we're all on this faith journey together, and just how like you know I learn from Matt. Matt learns from me. We learn from Moses. Moses learns from whoever is like in charge of focus. Shout yeah. out focus uh, and shout out Moses. You know, it's just like that big, it's like the big picture. It's just a, a chain reaction. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like the most beautiful thing like about our faith, you know, everyone's on it together in the journey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know what? I, I kind of want, I mean, if it's cool with you, Carlos, I kind of want our listeners to mm-hmm. feel as close as they possibly can with us. So, um, tell just tell a little bit about like yourself more about your life um, what do you like to do stuff like that you know yeah i think that would be a perfect ender 
uh, for this first podcast. Yeah. You know, we had a really great conversation about faith. Yes. I think, you know, yeah, let's, let's leave it off on a, on a high note. Just, yeah. actually, everything's a high note, but like, just leave it off on a, <laughs> on a, yeah. a little bit about ourselves, kind of just so like you guys can be left. Anyways, so like I said, I'm obviously, I'm Carlos, and I mentioned where I'm from, 19 years old. I'm a young adult actively trying to live out faith, you know, yes. um, really trying to strive for faith. It's never easy. Nothing is never easy in life, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like that's the whole, that's the whole pick. That's the whole like question, choosing faith. Yeah. Right. Uh, things I like to do for fun. Dang. Um, I'm really into photography. Um, I'm really in to anything artistic. Uh, I'm a worship leader at my parish. Our leader, the assumption shout out our OLA Claremont. Uh, I'm a core team member there as well, helping out the youth ministry. Um, and really, I just, I just really love being around the youth and really yeah. just being around the church that is live and around like the live environment, though it's not always that way. I can tell you like, that's like something that I'm, I'm really attracted to. Um, I am, okay, here's a cool fun fact. Uh, I am the only male in my family. Oh, I have two Ooh, sisters. That's rough. So I, I grew <laughs> up around, I just grew up around sisters. So that's. It's 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 a, it's a blessing and a curse, you know. You learn about, you, know, you learn a lot just living with you gals. You know? <laughs> I love them. I love them to death. I really do. Um, and I thank God for them every day. That they're really beautiful and they're really awesome to me. Uh, nice, but nice. yeah, I have two loving parents, a mom and a pops, obviously, <laughs> um, <laughs> that really are like the instillers of the faith in my life. Um, and see what else? What else should I? What else should I say? Uh, oh. I guess here's another fun fact. My confirmation saint is the one and only JP2, a uh, big man inspiration for me. Um, and yeah, I guess those are just things like little things about me. Obviously, as you know, we record more podcasts, you guys will learn more about us and hopefully we'll learn more about you if you guys uh, interact yeah. with us more on social media. And that's the goal here. Yeah. But I guess to end it off, we'll just end off with Matt t- telling us a little bit more about his, his personal life. And I mean, what the heck does he do in Cuba, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's hear it, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my name is Matthew. Um, and uh, sorry, I know that noise is pretty loud. Um, my name is Matthew. Uh, I have an older brother, Austin. He's uh, 24. And uh, he is definitely a good role model for me because he kicked my butt a lot, physically kicked my butt a lot. <laughs> Not a bad way, but, you know, he, he toughened me up in a good way. And also mentally he toughened me up which I, I honestly thank God for that, you know. Uh, I'm glad he did that for me. And um, he has a he has a wife, his high school sweetheart, uh, Kate. Uh, they're both, you know, very faithful Catholics. Kate's family is really, you know, they're just amazing. They're an amazing Catholic family. Um, and they have a beautiful daughter, Mia, uh, who happens to be my goddaughter, um, which I honestly, to me, that's the greatest thing in the world is being her godfather. Um, I love that little girl to death, you know. Uh, And, uh, you know, having them there as such a young family and doing so well, it's definitely, when the day comes, I have to start my own, you know. It's definitely a good inspiration to have right there. But also my my amazing and beautiful parents, um, you know, my mom's been with my dad since she was 18, uh, you know, she, it was God's plan for her to get pregnant early on, you know, as a teenager um, and have my brother, which, you know, it's, you know, God works in mysterious ways and it all worked out in the end. Um, right. And, you know, they've been committed to each other and, and truly in love with each other uh, ever since then. You know, so that's, that's an amazing thing to see as a, you know, growing up as a child. Um, and, uh, 
what's funny about them is that, you know, we would go to church every now and then when I was a kid, but they were never like, they were never like that strict kind of like, you know, they, they themselves didn't know much about the religion itself and the faith. Uh, they just, you know, we showed up to church and all right, cool. That was fun. Cool church, you know, get my donut after church is over. Oh, you know? dang, the after church donut. Yeah, thing. that's that, right. That's what kept, that's what kept me going in my early that's years. That's right. Yep. You know, and, yep. um, and the cute girl that, you know, you would hold hands. Oh, that's right. You, you know, and I tell you this, man, I tell you this, if you ever, the girl you had the crush on with, and I, I remember who she was and I'm not going to say obviously, but the girl you have the crush on with the most at your church, whenever you're in a prayer circle or something like that, and you get to hold your hand, you're like in your head as a kid, you're like, this is destined to be God. Like, thank you for letting me hold her hand oh, during the prayer circle. You know, it's destined to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, hey, but if you have faith in that, I mean, go with it, go with it. Yes, man. That's Amen. right. What's, what's that one meme? Uh, where like your church crush, uh, sees you carrying three churches to set up for like the prayer circle. And she still doesn't want to talk to you. you know? <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyways, you know, um, St. Anthony's, uh, of Upland is my home parish. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better one. Amazing people. Uh, started off with Father Patrick, old Irish man. Uh, definitely cussed a lot, you know. He was one of those old school <laughs> priests, but amazing priest. Um, Irish. And then we had uh, Father Mike. Uh, he's kind of the one that saw me grow up a little more. And uh, he eventually had to go uh, to another parish. Uh, and then we have our now head pastor slash priest, uh, Father Jerry, and Father Kenneth, who's from Africa. Um, Father Jerry's from the Philippines. Uh, they're both amazing priests. Uh, totally opposite, though. Let me tell you, uh, Father Jerry is uh, as calm as you can imagine of a person. Father Kenneth is as hyper and you know outgoing as a person you can imagine. You know, so it's funny seeing them together. You know, um, but it makes for a great team. You know. Um, yeah. so, you know, and then eventually I joined after confirmation, I joined, uh, recharge ministry, which is the confirmation ministry where we take them on retreats, you know, uh, host certain events, stuff like that, you know, just to help them along their spiritual journey. Um, I was also an altar server, I was an altar boy. Um, it was a pretty cool gig to have, I guess. And then I became go. a, I became, I became a Eucharistic minister, you know, passing out body Ooh, and blood of christ you know which is a, okay. an honor you know yeah and uh you know from from there i kind of wasn't looking forward to having to go to college um <laughs> so i was like hey dad mom i'm gonna go join the navy so okay. ended up joining the navy left uh, a few months after i graduated uh went through boot camp all that became a corpsman a corpsman's a medic for the navy um now I'm here in Cuba, you know? Um, so life has been very interesting, man. And then, you know, just recently, uh, God was like, Hey, I think you should go to school. So I enrolled into Liberty university and now I am currently pursuing my bachelor's in religion and, uh, next, uh, generation, uh, ministry. Uh, so, and I, I'm, it's honestly an amazing experience so far. Um, awesome. That's great. uh, so yeah, that's, it's pretty much a little, little bit about me right there. That's, uh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, if you don't mind closing us off in prayer, Carlos, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. All right. Let's let's do it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, thank you for gathering us here today to record this podcast. This first of many. Um, first and foremost, we just want to pray for everyone, anyone who's listening right now, and anyone who has that curiosity and faith mm-hmm. that you really. Um, 
let them know of your love. Really inflict your love on them and really let them accept your love and, and allow them to open themselves up to you, God. We ask to any, for anyone who is going through a hard time right now, especially in these times of uh, coronavirus and all the hate going on in the world, God, we ask that you just bring peace to their hearts and, and really just continue to pour out your love into the world, even though amidst all this craziness, we ask that you continue to bless us and keep us safe from any, anything that can harm us. And we ask that you continue to give us the perseverance and allow us to grow in faith uh, humility, patience, and all these other virtues that will get us closer to you and honestly lead us to sainthood and to heaven. And this we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dang, so that was uh, that was the first podcast, New Era Saints. Feels pretty sick. Um, yeah. Dang, so we'll definitely be putting out uh, more podcasts. Uh, this is the first of many, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess just for a final time, this is Carlos and Matthew. <laughs> signing off uh, yeah guys strive for holiness uh, keep praying we're on this journey together uh, we'll catch you on the next one later <laughs>